everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Trust Your Board Podcast. My name is Stephen Wright. I am joined by Mr. William Monroe. How you doing, Will? Doing well, Steve. Hitting a little bit here of the Sunday scaries as we record here on Sunday evening. Uh, I had a pretty busy weekend. Friends engagement party. Um, started a new D&D campaign with another group of friends. So action-packed weekend, and then you get to the end of the weekend, and it's just... Where did all the time go? <laughs> yeah. you know, I didn't get to relax at all. And then we're right back on the weekly grind. Yeah, I told my wife earlier, I was like, man, I could use a nap, but we don't have time for a nap, which means the next time I yeah. sleep is going to be the end of the day when Monday comes around. <laughs> so, yep. That's the worst. Good. That is the and worst. Speaking of uh, scary Sundays, did you see 95? Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, this morning, uh, the, you know, everything went down and, Apparently, it's going to be down for months, they say. Yeah, so for those of you not like in the Philly area um, or on the East Coast, 95 is an interstate that runs from like May to Florida. And I guess some yep. truck caught fire under the overpass, right? Underneath. Yeah. yeah, and it like, I guess, heated the road enough that the road just collapsed. So now, you know, one of the biggest interstates that goes, yeah, like you said, from Maine to Miami will... Uh, it will be in, not usable for months, um, at least for that one section. So people have to get off, get back on. Um, they said, I was reading that if there's an average of 160,000 cars, use that a day. Yeah, that's a thing. It's so, not traffic patterns will be interesting. Yeah, it's not 95. It's like just in the middle of nowhere. It is in the heart of Philadelphia. <laughs> Literally, yeah, like just now, kind of. On it makes the eastern kind of border of Philadelphia uh, next to the river. So, yeah, it is a uh, big news. I definitely haven't seen anything like that happen around here before, and haven't really heard of too many major highways like that collapsing really anywhere in the states. At least. Yeah, it's pretty pretty wild, uh, interesting story. But uh, anyway, we have a mock draft to do. Will? Um, yes, we do. We're you know quickly moving into the summer here. Just technically, summer starts in about a week and a half, but. June 11th, um, we're, you know, this is when I think some of the more, you know, some of the people that are really into fantasy will start doing their mocks here in June. Um, you'll see most people probably maybe start closer to August, but this is when I think you start to see the trends begin and, and players move up and down. So um, I think there's a couple guys we talked about last time we recorded that were much lower, some of the younger guys. Um, I think it'll be interesting to see how they've changed. Yeah, hopefully they moved up. Yeah, for sure. Um, so nothing fancy. Got a regular like 12-team PPR mock draft. Um, we did flip things around. Uh, Will, I don't remember where. I know you were in the top half, but do you remember where you were? I think it was like four or okay. five. Because I, w- I remember it was surprising. I think it was maybe five. Um, and it got to like the second and third running backs were both. There's, yeah. You know, all but one running back was still on the board when I was there. A lot of receivers went. There you go. Yep. And I was on the uh, the turn at the 12 spot. So we flipped it around. Will's in the back end. He's in the 10. And I am in the beginning. I'm at the two, uh, which is an interesting spot this year. If wide receivers are going early, you know, that could leave me wide open for a Christian McCaffrey or, you know, whatever running back you like, your top running back. You typically don't get that at the, the two spot. But. It'll be no. interesting to see. And I, as, as I look at the ADP, I do see some changes. Mr. B. John Robinson is up to nine. 
That sounds about right. He was. Um, well, I mean, he was in like third or fourth round. Yeah, like, like I, ago, I, wasn't I passed he? on him at the 12 thinking he wouldn't be there. So, yeah, yeah, he went to the third, I think. Garrett Wilson up to 20. I think that was another one that stuck out to me. I was talking to my brother-in-law who had done a uh, mock draft recently, and he said he got Garrett Wilson in the fifth round. I was like, Ugh, that sounds like it's probably not going to be there come you know end of the end of yeah. the summer. So it seems like even Garrett Wilson's moving up with the – Aaron Rodgers. Yep, hundred percent. That makes a lot of sense. So yeah, yeah. Let's uh, you ready to get started and see how that stuff falls? Yeah, let's cool. do it. Let's do it. So start the draft. Uh, and yeah, Justin Jefferson is the the first one off the board. Um, I I'm not going to say too much. I'm just going to go ahead and lock in McCaffrey. Um, he's my top running back yet again. Uh, you know, this is definitely going to be a year I would think that is more wide receiver heavy. People are going to, you know, swing that way. And I'm going to weave in the other direction if I can. Um, so yeah, I'm going to, you know, I don't think I need to explain McCaffrey too much. I think everyone's cool with that pick. Yeah. Pretty easy one. Yeah. We have Jamar Chase go after that. Travis Kelsey, the one Oh four. Um, we have, uh, Eckler cup, Tyreek Hill, there's B. John Robinson, the one Oh eight and Jonathan Taylor. Wow. Head of Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, he that. almost made it to you. Um, so this one, a little bit more split. We got four wide receivers, four running backs and a tight end here in the first nine picks. But, uh, now you are up. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty even there. Um, you know, as, as we've talked really no quarterbacks and tight ends, um, our options here, Kelsey, you know, probably would have been a, a pretty strong consideration had he been there, but with him going really narrows it down to just the receiver and running back positions. Um, it's fun digs. Uh, I think it's still, you know, pretty shoe in for, you know, he'll be a top 10 receiver, but it's one of the few that has that opportunity to be the one. Um, so some other good receivers there with him, Devontae Adams, CD lamb, um, you know, AJ Brown, um, but it's fun digs. You know, I think it would be the receiver pick here for me at running back. Saquon Barkley, I think, sticks out because of the receiving chops. We have Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb, uh, Josh Jacobs, you know, should get a, a good amount of receiving as well. Are all options there, too. Um, so it's interesting for me. I I worry still a little bit about Saquon. I know that obviously there's a ton of upside. Uh, but here, I just I want to make sure I'm going to get a guy that while they have a top five upside, you know, I think the floor is there. So. I'm going to take Stephon Diggs, see who gets back to me here. Um, so he has Stephon Diggs, AJ Brown, Saquon Barkley, CeeDee Lamb, and Patrick Mahomes goes off the board. Um, so I have the opportunity here to get another one of those running backs. I think if I went running back, um, Josh Jacobs calls out to me as a guy that I think because of the receiving game that we're going to get with him, um, the offense is going to run through him. So he's a guy that I you know, like here. You know, a little early on ADP, but, you know, this is a situation where guys don't get back to you when you're at the end there. Um, outside of him, uh, Devontae Adams is still on the board. So it would be interesting to be able to pair Adams and Diggs together. You have two elite receivers. Um, Amon's Ross St. Brown. Um, Garrett Wilson, we talked about earlier, still on the board. Quite a few receivers. I mean, obviously, getting Adams would be nice from, like, an upside standpoint. Um, but I do worry a little bit about the floor there with... The receiving uh, with the quarterbacks that he's going to have available to him. Um, so if I was going to go receiver here, I feel like I would kind of take the more upside shot of Garrett Wilson. Uh, but at this stage, I don't think I can pass on a Josh Jacobs that I think is going to be uh, you know, at least a top 10 running back, but one of those that has that upside. 
um, to be a top five guy. Um, you know, he could be a league winner. So going to try to strike some balance here and pair Mr. Josh Jacobs up with Stefan Diggs. So lock that in. After Josh Jacobs, Derek Henry, Devontae Adams, Garrett Wilson goes off the board, Nick Chubb, Brees Hall, Jalen Waddle, and Tony Pollard. Pollard would have been lovely here. Yeah. yeah that, that's a shame. That, that would have been real nice. Um, so we got all our quarterbacks off the on the board uh, outside of Patrick Mahomes. Um, so I do got Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts available to me. Um, same thing with tight ends. We had no other tight ends go. So we still got everyone outside of Kelsey. Um, top running backs, we got Najee, Stevenson, ETN, Kenneth Walker, Aaron Jones, Jamar Gibbs, uh, at wide receiver, Amon Ra, uh, Higgins, Alave, Metcalf, uh, Devonta Smith. So still plenty of options on both. There's no... Uh, uh, I'm not sure like that elite tier that I would put like a Pollard, a Waddle, uh, a Brees Hall, <laughs> the three picks prior to me all mm-hmm. into. Like, I feel like there's just a, a tier break here. Um, maybe a Lave gets up into that tier. Um, but I do think a Lave is the one I'm looking at here. Um, you know, the wide receiver, the running backs are solid. Um, I do want a wide receiver here at the turn. The problem is I don't think I'm going to walk away with the second running back. So I'm going to go in and lock in Olave. I'm going to try to get that upside, see if he has a breakout campaign that a lot of people are expecting. Um, Amon Ra and Mark Andrews goes. Okay, so my pick was Mark Andrews. Um, ah. Wow, okay. That sucks. Um, yeah, I thought at the 302, he would have been a great pick. Um, so now... Do I want to do the normal draft a running back here? Um, you know, all the same running backs are here, so I can get high volume workhorse out of Najee. Um, get a you know Ramondre Stevenson to look real good. Uh, Etn Electric Walker, good year last year. Who really knows what's going on? Um, Jameer Gibbs get that kind of upside in a PPR. Um, do I just go with a quarterback? Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts. It's not something that I typically have on my team. Um, I think this feels. I don't. I don't like this feeling. I don't want to pass up Najee Harris, but I think I'm going to go with Jamar Gibbs. I think I like him more than everyone else in front of me. I definitely like him more than Aaron Jones. I like Aaron Jones, but that offense as a whole is kind of worrisome. I like Kenneth Walker, but. Kind of worried about the Charbonnet pick. That might be nothing, but it could be something. Um, Etienne is in high consideration. Um, he He's real close there. Um, Stevenson's solid. I'm just always kind of iffy on the New England backfield. I mean, it really looks like it's just his backfield, and there's not going to be any switching around this year. Um, but I'm always just kind of iffy. And, and Najee is the workhorse. You know, uh, Jalen Warren... You know, he's earned himself some playing time. So I don't think you're going to see that typical like Pittsburgh bell cow like you normally do. Um, I think he's going to split some carries a little bit. Not that Jamar Gibbs isn't going to be, but Jamar Gibbs, I think, has higher upside than Najee at this. Would you agree with that statement? Who has higher upside, Najee or Gibbs? That's, uh, I mean, I guess you, you could say, you know, there's un- unknown, right? Like Jamar yeah, Gibbs definitely. could come in and just be like that world beater. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it seems like the offense is, you know, going to be better in Pittsburgh, you, you know, barring injuries or something. 
you have, I think for the first time in a while, some consistency with the quarterback, um, offensive coordinator, coach, like all three of them are coming back, head coach. So I think the offense would get better and, and Najee should be better. They did a good job of, you know, updating their offensive line. So yeah, I think, I mean, I think, it, I don't think it's a crazy statement to say that Gibbs is more upside. Um, but I think there is some upside there with Najee that, like, I think the pendulum just swung too, swung too far for him. Yeah, that's fair. They're close. I like them both. Um, you know, next draft, I'd probably flip and, and do the opposite of what I'm going to do now. Who knows? Um, but for yeah. now, I'm just going to go with that gun. I'm going to go with Mr. Gibbs. Uh, let's see here. Jalen Hurts goes off the board. Uh, T. Higgins, Metcalf, Josh Allen, uh, Najee Harris, there it goes, at 307. Stevenson and Etienne. So a little bit of a running back run right before your pick. I'm not sure if you're too happy about that, but uh, you are up. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, Najee, I think, would have been a no-brainer there, just like the value. Um, Etienne and Ramondre, good, um, and, and good pass-catching backs. Um, so like at this point, I'm not in love with any of the running backs here. Um, you could say this is maybe a spot where Madison's going to start going, but his ADP hasn't really updated yet. Um, so, you know, he would probably be in consideration, but I kind of like some receiver and even quarterback options here. Um, I kind of am in a good situation because I I feel like Burrow and Lamar is kind of like the end of the next tier at top five quarterback so i can actually i'm gonna try uh try out try out the quarterback uh warrant run here but on the next pick with my fourth pick um so i'm gonna go with a guy that i think has a chance to you know everyone's viewing him as a wide receiver too but i think he's got a chance to actually be the wide receiver one from a stat standpoint on the year and that's devonta smith he had another great year last year he's just you know you see it on the field he is an elite player and he's only getting better um, so Smith, I think is a really good kind of safe wide receiver too, fantasy wise for me, but with a ton of upside and, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if he actually, you know, has a better year than AJ Brown. Um, you know, the offense should be just as good, if not better this year, they did you know, a good job of kind of reworking everything, patching the holes that they had from a Super Bowl caliber offense. So I'm going to go to Monta Smith and we'll see which quarterback gets back to me here if either. All right, so after him, Joe Mixon and Joe Burrow, so two Cincinnati guys, two guys in the Cincinnati backfield, Kenneth Walker and Amari Cooper. Um, so there's still some good receivers on the board here. If we just run through, we've got uh, Debo Samuel, Keenan Allen, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, who, interestingly enough, doesn't have a team, but still ADP, 44, Calvin Ridley, Terry McLaurin. No one that screams out to me here. Um, so if I'm if I'm going to pass on Lamar, it's going to likely be a running back that causes me to do that. And none of really the guys that I you know was hope were hoping for have gone here. I think Madison would be the pick for me here. Um, but just kind of the cheat code upside that is Lamar Jackson. Like even it sounds like they're going to want to pass the ball more this year, right? Which is fine because. He's still going to run the ball enough on scrambles. Now, he doesn't need the designed runs um, just because of how athletic he is. And, you know, the weapons, you know, feasibly got better, right? Yeah, you, you brought in OBJ. We'll see what he has left. Um, you have Bateman getting another year older. You know, it, it, you know, this seems like the year you're going to see it or not see it from him. Um, but you brought in a really good receiver that, you know, can open up 
open up the offense, really, with Zay Flowers. So they've done a good job of putting some receivers there around Mark Andrews. Um, so I think Lamar is really going to benefit the most from that. Uh, and I don't usually like to go quarterback too early, but I think this is a spot where you're getting one of those top five guys that you know you think have a really good shot of being in that top five and really hitting that top one. And because I'm going to have probably a bit of a RB deficiency with you know with not going RB here, I feel like I'm getting one you know to a degree or at least half of a running back with Lamar Jackson. So I'm going to lock in Lamar. After him, T.J. Hawkinson, Keenan Allen, Aaron Jones, Debo Samuel, DeAndre Hopkins, Calvin Ridley, and George Kittle. Solid, solid. So I like the position I'm in um, because I am also going to go quarterback, but I like two. So I'm just going to wait until the next turn to do that. Um, Let's take a look at some of the options. We still do have uh, Mats in here. We got J.K. Dobbins, Damian Pierce, Miles Sanders. That's real nice. Um, Here in the fourth round at wide receiver, we got Terry McLaurin, DJ Moore, Drake London, Chris Godwin, Christian Watson, Jerry Judy. Um, So I'm I'm a bit torn on what I want to do. I'm looking, Miles Sanders is really intriguing here. Um, in the fourth round, the back of the fourth round, that would be great. Um, but mm-hmm. I just, you know, I just said I'm, I'm grabbing another, uh, another, <laughs> or I'm grabbing a quarterback. And I, you know, that means I'm not getting my second wide receiver until the sixth round. And my first one is an upside shot on Alave. So just a little, uh, nervous about pulling the trigger on that. But we'll take a look at the tight end real quick here. We do got Goddard. Kyle Pitts, who's dead to me. Um, Friar move. <laughs> I think I'm gonna I am gonna pull the trigger on Miles Sanders. I'm gonna have three strong running backs, I think, with McCaffrey, Gibbs, and Miles I Sanders. I like that pick. It's a good one. Yeah, I mean we got a flex spot for a wide receiver or running back here. Um you know, nothing you know, Madsen's a fine pick. I d I don't know I don't think he'd probably be here, so I don't think it's fair for me to grab him. Um JK Dobbins, solid pick. I just, I think Miles is uh, in a better position than them guys. Cam Akers is down there. He's a big upside shot. Um, but Miles carries less risk. So I'm going to take Miles Sanders here. We had J.K. Dobbins go, and Justin Herbert went. So there we go. We got my quarterback decision because I was between Justin Fields and Justin Herbert, where I feel like Fields, you know, given his rushing, obviously has sky-high upside. Um but you can definitely see a situation where he just falters this year and he's just done. Um, or maybe they give him another <clears> year. And, or at the end of the day, fantasy-wise, he's not great. Where Justin Herbert has similar upside, not as high, um, but is a safer option in my opinion. Um, so I was really between the two. I don't have to make the decision. Fields has been selected for me. So we're just going to go ahead and lock him in, get that quarterback done. Alexander Matz does go next. Uh, team four going zero RB here. They got Travis Kelsey, Jalen Waddle, T. Higgins, Calvin Ridley, DJ Moore. Um, that Damian Pierce went, Terry McLaurin, Goddard went at the 507, Drake London, Chris Godwin. Were you considering Goddard there? Um, to a degree, probably not because you I have running back? already used a quarterback, yeah. um, you know, or a non receiver running back pick. Um, and I have Devonta Smith already. So, I mean, I think there's a good value for him there, but my team might probably be looking to diversify, you know, team-wise, um, skill player-wise, but then also making sure I go back to the 
receiver running back well. Um, for me, I was actually a little bit more bummed to see London and Godwin go. Um, this is a situation where I was thinking about going a little harder on wide receiver if that tier was still there um, because of, you know, I've already got that RB deficiency. So could look to do that, um, but I'm not in love with the guys here. Christian Watson, Jerry Judy, uh, Michael Pittman, Hollywood Brown, not bad. Mike Evans, um, you know, still there. It's tough to know really what to do with those um, receivers there. Godwin, Mike Evans. Um, so I look at the running back. There's still some solid options here. DeAndre Swift. James Conner is a good one. I think he's going to get a ton of catches. Um, and, and, you know, he's, and, you know, unless Arizona does something at running back, like he is just going to be a volume guy. Um, so I think that's solid. K-Makers is another one that I really like this year. I think. Pendulum kind of swung pretty far on him, and then he finished the year strong, but I don't think a lot of people are, you know, weighing that as much. I think they're really weighing kind of narrative that the team didn't want him or didn't want to use him. So both of those running backs are solid. I kind of would like to double up on both of them here if I can. Um, And I think James Conner is someone that I want to get a good floor, especially PPR. He's going to catch a ton of passes. So I'm going to go Connor here and then hope that I can get Cam Makers on the back end. So James Connor, Pittman goes, DeAndre Swift, Kyle Pitts, and there goes Cam Makers. So figured there's a good chance that one of them would go, unfortunately. Um, so with that off the board, we still got a Javante Williams, which man, it's it's tough to really figure out what to do with him because he, you know, could be a league winning dead player, but I mean, guy is coming off of an ACL. I think it was multiple ligaments too, not just the ACL. So while he's still a young running back and you know, hopefully we see him fully recover. We saw what happened with J.K. Dobbins last year coming back from the injury. He got back to play, but he wasn't the same. Yeah, I think maybe this is the year you see J.K. Dobbins step up a little bit more. Um, so a little worried about Williams. When we look beyond him, um, Kamara's an interesting upside option. I know we're still worried about the, the uh, I guess, suspension, we'd say, and then as far as I know, there's really not been much news, right? So we're still yeah, waiting to hear. I haven't if... heard anything on it. Um, I'll look it up real quick while you're talking. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, this is an, an, an area where I think uh, the upside is so high. Like, you know, I was looking at Cam Akers really for the upside pick there. This is an area where I wouldn't mind grabbing Kamara. Um, I've got two receivers, two running backs. And getting a shot at an upside Alvin Kamara, even if it's for later in the year. Um, to be, you know, if he is the Alvin Kamara of old, then my running backs are incredible. And I've already got two strong top receivers with Lamar. So Kamara is probably the, the option I'm looking at here. Rashad White still here. Dalvin Cook, don't know where he's going to land. Obviously, that could mess up, you know, other people's fantasy values as well, depending where he goes. Pacheco in Kansas City. You know, should be the first man up, but I know a lot of people are excited about um, the opportunity that we may see you know, with Clyde Edwards Alaire. Does he get back involved? Um, seems like Pacheco should be the top guy up, though. Um, Jerry Judy, if I'm looking at wide receiver, would be probably the option for me here. I think, you know, 
this offense should get better. Jerry Judy, uh, yeah, it was a little banged up last year, but I think you know, all signs point to him looking good in you know in an offense where you have a guru head coach with John Payton now there. Um, this would be a spot where I'd you know want to kind of strengthen the strength of my team, which is receiver. Um, so I, I'm going to go Judy here. You know, there's some, some uncertainty with Kamara. Um, so I'm going to go with that and look to maybe bolster up with some more later shots at running back. So Jerry Judy off the board, Christian Watson next, Alvin Kamara, Hollywood Brown, Mike Williams, and Mike Evans, Trevor Lawrence, and Dalvin Cook. So... The last article I found was from a, uh, a month ago, and uh, it's Pro Football Network who doesn't believe that he's going to face any discipline this this yeah. season. Um, the uh, get pushed off. Even so the trial is set to begin on July thirty first, and then mm-hmm. who knows how long it lasts and how long there's a result. And you know the NFL doesn't have to wait for the trial, but they tend to wait until mm. there's you know some sort of verdict. Um, so you know those things can be slow. And if it's starting at the very end of July, July thirty first is you know really yeah. August. You know you could be deep in the season before the verdict's handed down. Um, but that's also really bad because you could be in a situation like Zeke was years ago, where wasn't he suspended at the la- the back half of the season? I seem we're, we're talking a while. Ago. Uh, I remember. I don't know if that was him or not, but I remember there was somebody that like they pushed it off, and then the suspension kicked in mid-year. It's supposed yeah. to him starting the year. So later. maybe you're in a position where Kamara's good. He, you know, you're riding him through, and then playoff time comes, and it's you know he's suspended or something to that yeah. degree. Um, but anyway, yeah, that, that's what I found there. So. I don't have to look at quarterback anymore. Um, we have three running backs, so we'll just we'll do our due diligence. We'll take a peek. It's pretty similar to what you had uh, spelled out there, so I'm not <clears throat> too interested on that front. Um, tight end, we do still have Darren Waller, who scares me, but in the back of the sixth round is kind of enticing. Um, but I need some wide receivers. I only have one. <clears throat> I have Chris Olave. Um so I am going to look for uh, some tight ends here. We've got some solid options. Tyler Lockett, Brandon Ayuk, Christian Kirk, uh, Deontay Johnson, George Pickens, Traylon Burks, uh, JSN, Jordan Addison, Dotson, Tony. Still plenty of good options here. Um, so I have the upside of Olave. I think initially I'm going to pair him with the safety of Tyler Lockett. Um Christian Kirk, another safe option. Like I could go either or I just prefer Lockett. Uh, so we're going to lock him in. Brandon Ayuk went, which is a shame because I was considering Ayuk with my next pick. Um, mm-hmm. and Deontay Johnson goes. And so that's a turn. Um, and I was also considering him as well. So suddenly, I don't like the options as much anymore. Um, like Christian Kirk is, so he's next up ADP and he's a solid pick. I just don't think he has upside um, or like sky high upside. Is he, not that I'm that scared about Ridley. Um, and then, you know, George Pickens and Traylon Burks both have upside, but I'm not sure I want two of my three receivers being rollish, kind of rolly into the dice. I don't really consider a lot of me that big of a dice roll. Um, but he doesn't have to be a one. He could be a two. 
you know, if he's a two and Lockett's a two, and then I draft Burks, who's a complete bust, I'm in a bad spot. <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't, I'm not sure I'm willing to do that. So I th- I'm going to play it safe. I'm going to draft Christian Kirk here. Um, I, I did give a half a thought to Waller. There he goes off the clock. So, you know, he won't be getting back. But uh, yeah, I'm going to play it safe. Go with Kirk. Uh, George Pickens did go right after me. We got Rashad White, Darren Waller, Pacheco, 706, Traylon Burks, uh, Addison, 708. And there goes Javante Williams at 709. That would have been tempting mm-hmm. for you, huh? Yeah, very tempting. Um, a couple of receivers that I liked, as you mentioned, Ayuk um, off the board, Burks and Addison, I think were good options, especially with that being the strength of my team. I can kind of take some shots, uh, roll, roll the dice on a couple of guys there. Uh, but alas, they are off the board. Um, so we'll take a look at those onesie position, the receiver and um, sorry, the receiver and running back positions. But first, want to look here at tight end because there's still quite a few decent options um, at this stage where we at the end of the seventh round. So if you're looking at what's, you know, 80s, low 80s. Um, and you still have Pat Firemuth, David Njoku, Evan Ingram all on the board. Um, Schultz, Cole Komet, Chiga Conquo. So, so quite a few tight ends <clears throat> at this point. Um, one of the guys behind me has one. So, if I was considering tight end, it wouldn't be till my next pick because there's a few guys that I do like still there. Um, so, looking back at the receiver position, JSN here at pick. Uh, you know, top of the board, Jahan Dotson, another guy that I think a lot of people are high on this year, but the quarterback situation can be a little scary. Here's Tony, Brandon Cooks, uh, a good, you know, probably safer option. Uh, Quentin Johnson, rookie, a little bit lower down. Uh, if we go back to running back, David Montgomery, still here on the board. Uh, this is an interesting option that I think, you know, with every other running back out there, it's really just Montgomery and Gibbs. And I think they're going to use both of them. Um, so he seems like a pretty solid option for my running back room that is, you know, a little lighter. Um, but really just looking to make sure I get guys that I can get some carries out of because I think I'm going to be pretty strong across the board side of that. Uh, another guy that I think has a, you know, solid upside is Antonio Gibson. Um, so he's a, a couple picks down here <clears throat> on the running back board. Jamal Williams is another, I think, safer running back that you can get later. And, you know, depending on what happens with Kamara that we talked about earlier, um, I think could be a good guy to pair there. Not thrilled, really, with a ton of receivers behind besides Dotson. Um, so I think I'm going to go with Dave Montgomery and then, you know, consider Dotson, um, you know, another running back or tight end here next. So... See what happens after I take David Montgomery. JSN goes, James Cook, Quentin Johnson, uh, nice rookie option there. And then Pat Fryermuth goes off the board. Um, so quite a few tight ends have been taken. And, you know, not really in love with any of the guys here. And Joku and Ingram probably be the next two up. But uh, I, you know, wouldn't mind getting a Chig or a Dulcich or a Gerald Everett a little bit later in the draft. So we're going to look still at those onesie positions. And for me, it comes down to a Jahan Dotson. Um, or do I want to go with another running back here? Dotson, a little higher up on the board. I don't imagine Dotson or Gibson get back to me here. Interesting that they're both on Washington and a scary offense, I think. You know, from a, hey, you don't know what the quarterback situation is going to look like. Um, but Dotson, I think, is pretty solid solid footing as like the second passing option 
uh, especially with McKissick gone. Now, someone that could push him for targets is Antonio Gibson, um, the running back. So that's interesting. What do you think here out of these two? Um, these are probably the two guys I'm debating between, and, and I think there's a good amount of upside on both of them. Yeah, that is a uh, that's a tough one. I think I would go Dotson. Um, yeah, I think I would lean Dotson. It's hard because your team's balanced. <laughs> there's no. There's yeah. no strong lean anywhere. I, I think, yeah, I think I would go Dotson here. I think, and yeah, I mean, it's obviously nice to have the running backs there, yeah. but I think there is a higher floor for Dotson, whereas the Gibson floor is, you know, nothing. Yeah, and I'm not so, sure, like Dotson, like what's his upside? Wide receiver two. You mean a fancy wide yeah, receiver two? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, probably. I mean, he finished 51 last year's rookie year. Uh, obviously, you know, limited targets. He only played 12 yeah. games. Like, I think, I don't know. I, I think his, I like Gibson, too, as like a depth guy. I just think Dotson has a higher upside right now. Yeah, and I think, you know, in a situation like this where I did kind of skimp that running back, I, I try not to chase and, you know, okay, I need running back. I want to get this, this, and this. Like, I want to try to make sure that the position that I am strong at, I stay strong at throughout with depth. And that's really where I lean to Dotson. Um, and I think there is a bit more of a drop-off in the receivers here, uh, whereas there's going to be other running back shots um, like Antonio Gibson. Yeah. So I, 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 I tend to agree there as well. So we go Dotson load up on the receiver position and, and have you know pretty good floor for my flex with Dre Judy and Dotson uh, with the hope that you know some running backs throughout here um, or even a free agency can help there. Some quarterbacks go off the board, which I think is good for both of us given that we have quarterbacks. <laughs> Deshaun Watson, Dak Prescott, and Tua all go in a row. AJ Dillon next, Kirk Cousins, and Brian Robinson who is actually competition there for Anthony Gibson goes for Cortland Sutton. Yeah, so uh, we'll take a look here. The the running back's pretty similar. I mean, Gibson is interesting for me as a, uh, a depth running back there. Um, you also got Claire Herbert, A-Chains down here. Um, so plenty of interesting options. At wide receiver, let's see here. I'm not in love with this. Kadarius Tony's here. You want to take a real upside shot. Um, Brandon Cooks, Juju, Michael Thomas, Gabe Davis, Zay Flowers, Bateman, Jameson Williams, Lazard, OBJ. Definitely thinning out. Um, a tight end, all the same tight ends that you rattled off. I'm good waiting there. So I am, since I, I took two safer wide receivers, I am going to go ahead. I'm going to take Kadarius Tony. Um, yeah. We know Kadarius Tony at this point. Like that's huge boom boss right there. Like this dude could set mm. the world on fire, um, or he could just be injured and be absolutely nothing. Um, but I got my safer guys. I want to take uh, take a shot on somebody again, and I, I'm going to take that shot on uh, Tony. I was hoping Gibson got back to me for the two hundred nine, yeah. and he did not. <laughs> so uh, not the case. And that team only had one running back, so 
Yeah, he kind of expected it. Knew he was going to likely go right. Yeah, yeah, he thought it was possible. So Gibson went and Charbonnet at the uh, eight nine turn. So uh, we'll, we'll turn back here. We have Jamal Williams. We have Rashad Penny, Khalil Herbert, Samaj P. Ryan, A. Chain, Damian Williams. So I'm actually going to do something the exact same thing I did in the last draft. Um, I have McCaffrey. I have Gibbs. I have Sanders. I am quite comfortable with those three. So I'm going to take an upside shot on A. Chain. Um, yeah, I just go. feel like I can afford to do it. Um, you know, I like Herbert. I, you know, and, and part of me looks and says, you know what? I should draft Herbert. Um, but the position I'm in, you know, I don't think Herbert, Herbert doesn't have a chains upside. <clears throat> and, you know, if Herbert hits his upside, he might not still crack, you know, my roster. You know, it'd be great trade bait. Maybe I pair him and lock it yeah. or something, you know, something like that, but you can't draft for that. So I'm going to take a chain. Um, and, and take that upside shot there at the running back position. So eight and nine for me, two upside shots at each position. Um, we had uh, Juju go, Brandon Cooks, and Joko goes. Uh, we have Jameson Williams finally, uh, Penny Ingram, uh, the 908. He still has not signed his franchise tag, I believe. I don't think I saw him yeah, sign it yet. Yeah, I mean, I think. He will. Still got he would time. think he will. Yeah. He would think he will. But yeah. And then uh, Michael Thomas, the old first round wide receiver now at the 909. Yeah, yeah tough. A uh, few guys I was hoping would slip one of the tight ends there. Uh, Jamal Williams. I, I really like him, especially to start the year. And then Brandon Cook. So a couple of guys get sniped there, unfortunately. Um, still. You know, the tight ends that I like are a little further down. So I don't imagine even if the teams behind me double up on tight ends that I'd need to take one here. Um, but I am going to consider it on my next turn because um, I know you and I are both going to be jostling for Mr. Chigakonkwo. And uh, while this might ADP-wise be a little early, after my 10th pick, um, I, you know, I don't think he'll get back. and It's a reach. So that is potentially going to be the pick in the next round. I'm not really thrilled with the receivers here, right? So I'm pretty happy I went Dotson last. Um, you have Davis, Flowers, and Bateman, if you're going to call your shot on a Baltimore guy, uh, which isn't bad, given that I have Lamar. But still, yeah, I think I think it's going to be a little bit more of kind of spread it around in that offense. So not something I'm looking for there. Um, so I'm going to look at the receiver, or the sorry, the running back position here. Uh, we have Cole Herbert, I think, you know, guy first up that I think we, we were expecting there in Chicago. And, you know, there's a chance he holds the job. I mean, you got a rookie there. You have, um, blanking on his name, uh, Foreman, um, you know, coming over from Carolina. So a couple of options. But I do think Cole Herbert, you know, at the very least, is going to hold a good portion of that down. Um, and there's a chance that Roshan is, you know, isn't ready right off the jump. Um, and Foreman looks good, but, you know, you can really see that Herbert is the guy. So he seems like the pick here for me. We look further down. Samaje Piran is another good option here. I don't think he's got, you know, he's he's going to get some work because they don't want to rush Williams back in Denver, but I don't think he's got the upside that Herbert does, or Herbert could come out and be the guy. Uh, if Damon Harris in Buffalo, Elijah Mitchell, San Francisco, McKinnon, there's really not too many others. So for me, I think, you know, being able to get one of the last guys I think truly has like RB1 on their team upside uh, here as my fourth running back to keep my team pretty balanced is exciting. So I'm going to lock in Khalil Herbert. 
After him, Anthony Richardson goes, Gabe Davis, Dalton Schultz, and Samaje Pirine. Um, so we talked about a couple of the receivers and the running backs. Wasn't a huge fan of them here. So I'm going to go to the tight end position, and I'm going to call kind of an upside shot on uh, Jacob Conquell. I hate you. A little early on ADP, I and I know Steve was hoping he would get back, but I know just looking, you know, not you know, not even the fact that I know Steve would want him here, but even if Steve wasn't in the draft, um, you know, Dulcich a little further down, Olsen and Everett are options. Uh, but there are still two teams that don't have a tight end, um, despite the fact that I'm sure some teams may take a second tight end here. Um, so happy to have gone early quarterback and get Lamar and go late here at tight end and still get a tight end that I think has upside, you know, weekly to, you know, just have a ton of volume in the offense and could be a breakout tight end this year. Um, but at the very least, I think it's a really good lottery ticket to, to be able to cash here. So, we're going to go ahead and lock in Chig first. Uh, so after him, Damian Harris goes. Rashad Bateman will gift to here. A couple quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers, Daniel Jones, back-to-back. Odell Beckham, Cole Komet goes, and Alan Lazard. Yeah, that went pretty poorly. Um, not great. Not great. So when I was sitting there with uh, A-Chain, I was like, oh, I like Njoku. I was like, ah, Chig, Chig <sighs> might get to me if Chig doesn't Komet with <laughs> And uh, nope, none nope. of it. So let's look at the tight end position, shall we? We got Kincaid. We have Higby, Dolchich, Everett, Laporta. Okay, so there's a base. Uh, Trey McBride's down there. Um, Dolchich is the one I want. Second year guy. We saw some good stuff out of him last year. You know, everyone loves Kincaid, but, you know, rookie tight ends just typically aren't, yeah. you know. Um, you know, even the mighty Kyle Pitts was what, like tight end seven or eight? Like, just who cares? Um, yeah. You know, so I'm um, looking. Team one does not have or has a tight end in Mark Andrews. Um, so I'm assuming he will not go. Um, so I will turn my attention to the running back and wide receiver position. We got Elijah Mitchell, McKinnon, Talajir, um, Devin Singletary, potential depth starter there. Um, Mostert. Foreman um, could take a shot on Zeke if I think he's going to land somewhere. Same could be said for Fournette. Tazi uh, Spears, Gainwell's here. That's interesting. Um, back to the wide receiver position. We got Zay Flowers if you want to take a shot there. Um, Jameson Williams, Elijah Moore, Jacoby Myers, Adam Thielen, um, Darnell Mooney. Hmm. This is a tough one, actually. Yeah. Um, I'm not in love with the running backs here. Singletary is interesting. Mostert's interesting. Kendry Miller, maybe. Um, it's okay. At wide receiver, you know, I could take an upside shot with Zay Flowers. Um, Jameson Williams posted a suspension. Um, I could go after an Adam Thielen, who very well may be like the one for his team. Right? They got Mingo. Flowers. Yeah, Mingo. Uh, somebody else just go out there as well. Chark. Yeah, yeah. Chark is there. Chark is there. So you're not, you're not, you're not changing my mind. Thielen could be the one there. Um, he just kind of falls in a Lockett Kirk. Like he's safe. That does you know Lockett Kirk got decent upside. Thielen's upside's not sky high. I'd imagine. Um, 
Darnell Mooney could be an interesting blend of upside um, and, and safety. Um, Mingo is here. Uh, Say Jones. Hmm. I don't really know what I want to do. I, I think I'll take Zay Flowers uh, and just take a, another upside shot there at the, the wide receiver position and uh, see what gets back to me. Jameson Williams goes. Elijah Mitchell goes. Now, I should do the test. Who here needs a running back tight end? They all have tight ends, right? No. Team yeah, six does not. Do all of them have two tight yeah, ends? Yeah, that's the great question. Team six doesn't have one yet. So do I roll the dice and assume they take one that's probably Kincaid? Hmm. We could roll the dice, Will. I'm going to draft Adam Thielen. Grab a safety guy. We'll see if this pays off. Team six, I've gotten through one pick. So Elijah Moore goes at the 11.03. Gino Smith, 11.04. Interesting, you know, good deep quarterback shot there. Mostert and McKinnon go. Jacoby Myers there. There goes Kincaid at 11.08. That was a double tight end. Um, and then Tyler Algier, you are back on the clock. I'm scared to death. Yeah, so I lucked out with a guy that I want here. But before I get to that, was going kind of deep diving on just like who's you know available here with these later shot picks. And if, if Julian Edelman still there, like ahead of some actual NFL players, really? surprisingly in ADP. Yeah, Julian. He's been Edelman. gone for like three years now. I know. It's just, it's funny. Um, Looking at the guys available here, a guy that I think has a chance to carve out a pretty good role on a bad team that I'm happy is still here. Um, And it's going to be a pretty no brainer pick for me is Devin Singletary. This late in the draft, uh, I think it's, you know, an easy pick. While, you know, sure, Algier could still have a role, right? Raheem Mostert probably is still the starter. Elijah Mitchell. I, I think there's a good chance that Singletary got paid you know, there for a reason. And, and they are saying, hey, you know, on top of us, you know, paying you a boatload of money, we are like, the idea I think is like, they had to you know, probably say, hey, we are going to give you a good amount of carries. Like, it's, there's no way that he just wants to go to a bad team just to get paid. Like, I think there's probably a promise to use him as well. And this late in the draft, on a team where, you know, my RB2 is still a little shaky. I have a couple of good shots at the position. Um, I think he is one of the few running backs left that really has a chance to be the RB1. And it's, you know, not out of the question. Um, like most of these guys are going to need an injury. I think there is a chance that he comes in, plays well enough that it's at least a 1A, 1B, um, unless Pierce really regresses. So going to lock in Devin Singletary first year. Rondale Moore goes. Jared Goff, Darnell Mooney, and Deonta Freeman. So two teams. You survived there on the tight end worry. Now you just have a the middle of the draft to survive left. Yeah, just like six um, teams or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There yeah. is not a ton of guys coming up that I'm really interested in. So for these last few picks, I'm probably going to be deep diving a little more. Um, you know, receiver would be nice here. Tyler Boyd solid, but I don't think there's really enough upside for me to be that interested there. Uh, Mingo, interesting rookie, but you know, receiver, rookie, not thrilled about this situation there, and then the team. Sky Moore is an interesting one. You know, Rishi Rice, also right there with him. 
Uh, Wandale Robinson a little further down. I'm going to dive a little more and take a shot on a guy that I think could be uh, you know, the, the, the guy here. And if he's not, if we don't see it early, I, I don't mind moving on from him. Um, and it is on the same team, so I'm, I'm banking pretty hard here. I'm going to go with Mr. John Mechie. I think you and I are both excited about for our dynasty team, but I also think he's got a pretty good shot to be you know, the wide receiver one there, um, especially from a fantasy standpoint. So we're going to lock in Mr. John Mechie, get him as my fifth receiver. After Mechie goes Russell Wilson, Tyler Boyd, Tyler Higby, so tight end off the board, then Greg Dulcich back to back. Ezekiel Elliott, Kendry Miller, and Gerald Everett. So that just really (laughs) bust your bubble there of tight ends. Yeah, that stings. Um, Here here goes. Four tight ends go, yeah, between your picks. I was expecting one or two, but four of them to go. Sleeper is just Mm -hmm. some BS, man. BS. Um, They're not nice. Not nice. So I don't know what to do. Um. Okay, so I'm not doing one of the rookies. I don't care about Laporta. I don't care about uh, Michael Mayer. Zach Ertz is here, who I've never really considered. I don't know if he's the starter. I mean, he should be healthy, and the offense may not be great, but someone's got to get the ball. And there, that's right? what. So I was looking. I was like, well, Trey McBride's going to be my pick. Second year guy. We saw some stuff out of him last year. Double up. I don't want to double up. Not that. Not with them too. Um, but he was the guy that I saw Ertz and I was like, well, is Ertz still the tight end one? Like, I think he's just, he, what he tore his ACL. That was, was that the year before? I don't, yeah, I don't recall. I don't recall. I, Cause I feel like he, you know, was fairly productive in Arizona. Um, since he left, the he Eagles. was, but I think the, but I don't recall exactly when that injury I feel was. Like the back half of the year. He fell off. Maybe. But I wonder if that was that part of like the injury, though. Zach Ertz. Uh, Zach Ertz's injury. Uh, see, ACL was intact. So something with the ACL. No, Cardinals reveals he underwent surgery to report or repair a torn ACL and MCL. That is bad. Yeah. And when was the injury? The surgery was in December. I yeah, think. Uh, yeah. Week ten, season-ending knee yeah, injury. Yeah, that's yeah. bad. So I think yeah, that's so. Right. Nine months would put him, you know, on track to start, but he's not the youngest player. Okay. Really. So here's what we're gonna do. Let's look at the running backs. We got Roshan Johnson, good shot to take. Jeff Wilson, not bad. Uh, Tank Bigsby's okay. Clyde Edwards Lair is still here. Wow. Um, okay. I don't care Gus Edwards. I don't care about most of these guys. Wide receivers, Mingo. Interesting upside shot, but you know, rookie uh, Rasheed Rice. I don't care because I got uh, what's his name, Gadarius Tony. Okay, I don't care about a lot of these people. I am going to draft Juwan Johnson, very fantasy relevant tight end last year. Um, kind of worried about uh. What's his name coming over? Who was the tight end that they diagnosed with the thing? Uh, he was on our team, Will, I think. Foster. Foster Monroe. 
for Foster Morrow. Yeah. 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 We traded him at the yeah, end. Yeah. 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 So I'm kind of worried about Juwan Johnson when, you know, they brought in Foster as a relationship with Carr, but Carr has, has used a tight end plenty throughout his career. So Juwan Johnson, you know, if he has that same upside he had last year, man, I've really just hit a home run, but um, yeah. that's basically what I'm swinging for. So we're going to draft him. Mingo goes, Bryce Young goes, and then I'm going to pair him with Trey McBride. I don't like drafting two tight ends, but I'm not in a great position right now. And I'm okay missing out on Zay Jones and Tank Bigsby to, you know, take two shots of the tight end position and see if something works out. So uh, uh, Jeff Wilson goes 1303. Bigsby goes. Zay Jones goes. Laporta. Uh, Roshan Johnson 1307. Kyler Murray. Sky Moore. Will, you're on the clock, and we do need to hurry up our last round here. All right. So, looking at some of my kind of deep dives um, at running back, um, Clyde Edwards Alaire still here. I think still a decent shot. To, you know, you'll see how much he's used early. Um, Kenny Gainwell, another one that we talked about last time. Chase Brown, uh, rookie running back in Cincinnati. Gus Edwards. So, so some decent guys. I think Clyde is the pick here for me at running back, just taking another shot at a guy that we'll see how he looks there in week one. So we'll lock him in first. Uh, Michael Mayer goes, Rashi Rice, Leonard Fournette, and Gallup. Um, and after him, I'm going to take a shot at a receiver. I think could have some good volume to start uh, out in L.A., and that's Van Jefferson. And we talked about him, you know, last couple of years as a guy that could – it had he had an opportunity and, and, you know, always kind of really had somebody else there, you know, in front of him next to Cooper Cup. But I think that could be Van Jefferson this year. So we're going to lock him in next. Zach Ertz goes. So sorry about your Zach Ertz, uh, you know, excitement. It goes three tight ends in a row there. <laughs> After him, Tajay Spears, Hunter Renfro, Nico Collins, DJ Chark, Juan, Dale Robinson, and Derek Carr. Uh, no one here that I love, love. Um, I will take a shot on rookie Jalen Hyatt. Just for some of that rookie upside that yeah. I already have some of. So that wraps up the draft. So again, 12-team PPR. I am in the two spot. Will is in the 10 spot. Um, I will go first here, given I was in the two. Uh, quarterback, Justin Fields. At running back, we got McCaffrey, Gibbs, Sanders, and A-Chain. At the wide receiver position, we got uh, Olave, Lockett, Kirk, Tony, Flowers, Thielen, Hyatt. And then at tight end, we have Juwan Johnson and Trey McBride. How about your team? All right. So we've got Lamar Jackson, quarterback, Josh Jacobs, James Conner, David Montgomery, Khalil Herbert, Devin Singletary, Clybert Edwards-Alaire. At running back, Stephon Diggs, Devonta Smith, Jerry Judy, Jahan Dotson, John Mechie, and Van Jefferson at wide receiver, and Chig Aconquo at tight end. Pretty uh, pretty happy with the way the team lined up there. I mean, I think I did a good job of bouncing back and forth with depth, took some shots at running back, uh, you know, not getting really a ton early hurt, um, you know, but that was the kind of sacrifice they paid to get Lamar Jackson and kind of get that you know, cheat code at quarterback. Uh, so, you know, this team I think is pretty well bit, built, good depth. A couple of guys I think I'm going to see early and be able to move on from. Um, and then, you know, really just going to be looking to, you know, get some more depth and, and running back shots throughout the season and, and possibly tight end if Jake doesn't work out. But overall, I think it's a pretty good, pretty good team. Yeah, I'm pretty happy with mine. Um, the running backs, White strong. 
Um, I, I do kind of wish I had a depth guide. Like you ended up with Singletary and uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Like one of them would have been nice on this team. Like somebody that's probably doesn't have a ton of upside, but um, cover for an injury for me, just in case. Like a chain, you know, if a chain's in a timeshare, yeah. I'm down to three. Um, which isn't yeah. a bad number of running backs to have, um, no, especially no, top I mean, tier, especially with three that you got exactly, early. exactly. But still, it's kind of worrisome. I would have liked the depth one. Um, I'm pretty happy with how the wide receivers turned out. Um, it does suck not seeing a bona fide digs, you know, Tyreek, something like that. But we think Olave is going to be that, and then obviously the tight end position is a bit of a dumpster fire. Um, but uh, yeah, that's a lot of teams at the tight end position, right? Like you look at Juwan Johnson and McBride and think, well, they're not high quality guys. And it's like, okay, well, you know, this team 11's got Fryermuth and he's not got top five upside. <laughs> Let's be real. You know, Chick could easily be a bust. Um, Ingram's solid, but he's not going to be top five. Like, you know, everyone's in a, at a bad position, the tight end position. So uh, I'm trying to, to talk myself into being okay with it. <laughs> But yeah, that wraps up the draft. Um, at this point, Will, we are uh, a show every week. So plenty more mocks. Um, I don't know what we're doing next week, but we're not going to do like a 12-team PPR. We'll do something different, whether that's... Switch maybe a 10-team. I know there's a lot of 10-teams out there. Yeah. If anybody has any ideas, feel free to tweet at us. Trust, trust your board. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah, give us a tweet. We'll see. But, you know, the usual. We could do a 10, a 14, a super flex. Yeah. A di- I mean, who knows? Um, yeah, we'll probably wander in the 10 team. I think typically we do it like every yeah. other week. So we'll do like a 10 team and then a 12 and then a 14 and then a 12 or something yeah. like that. So we will, uh, we'll fall into a groove. Yes, sir. Beautiful. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Until the next week, trust your board.